JJ Nindra. Let's start with the Navkar Mantra. Let's try it without Om's this time. Namo Arihantanam, Namo Siddhanam, Namo Ayayanam, Namo Ujjayanam, Namo Luesavasavunam, Esu Panchanamukaro, Sava Pava Panasano, Mangalanancha Sarvesim, Paramam Pale Mangalam. Life is not a game, but it does have the qualities of a game. For example, like a game, life has rules that we call laws or norms. And like a game, people try to break those rules to get ahead. Like a game has a piece that you move around the board or a player character that you move around a video game. In your life, you have a body that you move around the world. Like a game, life has a scoring system. Some people think that the scoring system are the numbers in their bank account. That the more numbers there are, the higher the score, the better they're doing at life. The lower the number, the lower the score, <coughs> and the worse they're doing at life. Some people think the scoring system of life is happiness, however and if that can be measured. The people that are happier are doing better at life, and the people that are not as happy are doing worse at life. Thank you for everybody who's joining us. We're talking about games today. Like a game has rolls of the dice, Life also seems to have an element of chance attached to it. That is, you can do everything right that is in your control to do, but if you get a bad break, it'll all fall apart. And also, you can act in every way that would make everybody else fail, but if you get a good break, then life will lift you up out of the problems that you caused yourself. Like a game can be collaborative or competitive. Life can be a competition with other people, if you make it so, or you can get a team together to help you throughout life. And I hope that's what this is for everybody. Like a game has a strategy and certain strategies are more effective or less effective based on the goal of the game and the rules of the game Life also has a strategy, and certain strategies are more effective or less effective based on the goal of life and the rules of life which we already established exist. Also like a game, you're not beholden to follow any particular strategy. You can follow a strategy counter to the goal of the game. You're free to do that. And like life, you can play counter to the way most people play life. You can act counter to the way most people act in life. And you can even act counter to the goal of life just to hinder other people. You can refuse to participate in a game. You can also refuse to participate in life. You can knock other players off the board in a game. 
and you can take another's life away in the world as well. Games are a distraction from the true purpose of life. And just like a game, what you call your life is a distraction from the true purpose of your soul. Speaking of distractions, life even comes with a fun mini game inside of it. And we call that the dating game or the mating game. And if you thought that life was like a game, the dating game, which is not a game, is even more like a game than life is. Because in the dating game, uh, sperm try to appreciate in value uh, from their starting value of zero relative to eggs to compete with other sperm for the best eggs. And the same thing in the reverse. Eggs try not to depreciate in value from their starting value of infinity relative to sperm and they try to compete with other eggs for the best sperm. So questions or comments about that or anything I didn't talk about how about how life has the qualities of a game. We talked about like 10 things. So it's easy to see why some people think that life is a game because it has many, many, many qualities of a game. Yeah, I think, you know, like you started with, um, again, for me personally, to begin with, you know, 20 years ago when I was 20, the number in the bank account resembled exactly how I performed, right? Eventually, as it progressed, you know, maybe five years back, maybe in 2016, 2017, when the number was enough for me that I have achieved it, now it turned into is the quality of life or happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So now I measure it both. You know, I'm, do I have enough time in my life to enjoy the money that I've made, right? So my goals have shifted, but again, I, I think life is a game. Right. Unless otherwise you convince me to. <laughs> well, let's talk about how life has some qualities that are not a game. Yeah. Most games are balanced, but life seems not to be fair. That is, most games give all the players a reasonable opportunity to succeed based on how they play. But in life, some people start out with unbelievable advantages. And some people start out with disadvantages that are insurmountable. That is, no matter how they play, they will never overcome them. So in that way, life seems to not be like a game. Games usually have a win condition. Life seems to not have a win condition. So do you still think life is a game? So again, going back to your first one, um, you know, some people have super disadvantage to begin with, you know, whether it's a handicap or whatever it is, right? I think of that way. But wouldn't that be going back to your karmas? Now again, maybe I'm getting distracted from what we're talking about, but uh, maybe somehow, somewhere in previous um, births, my soul must have done some karma that is affecting in this life. Right. So, I don't know where this is going, but I think that is the disadvantage for me in this life. Mm -hmm. But could have been an advantage for me maybe 10 births ago. Right. So. That's true. 
So shall so what I just told you was not looking at it from the perspective of Jainism. Oh. Right? So now let's filter what we discussed through the lens of Jainism. Very good point. The first thing to remember is that Jainism is life and Jainism is the truth. It's not just something we think about on Sundays, right? It's something that happens to us on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday too. Uh, it's going on all around you all the time. And one of the things um, that we're trying to do is keep an eye on that and take Jainism out of the classroom, right? So now what is the win condition of Jainism? What is the win condition of life? Exactly. There is a win condition. So that's contrary to what I just told you when we weren't looking at it from the perspective of Jainism, right? Most people think there's not a win condition in life or that the win condition is something vague, like I'm doing well enough, I have my family around me or something like that. Hey, come on in. Hi, come on in. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm Timur. Abhishek. Abhishek, how do you do? Have a seat, please. Sorry. No problem. So he's a new student, Abhishek. Oh, great. Great to have you. Today we're talking about if life is a game or not. And what we just finished discussing what the qualities of a game are and how that applies to life. So, for example, uh, life has rules. Life has a scoring system. Life can be competitive and collaborative. We just did a list of about 10 things. Okay. Now we're talking about how Jainism applies to that. So can you tell me again, what's the win condition of Jainism that is the win condition of life? Nirvana. Nirvana. Moksha, right? That is a win condition. So I, we had just previously said that life didn't have a win condition, but it actually does. So that brings up the question then, are we playing correctly if that's the win condition of life, right? The question is, what win condition are you following in your life? Are you following the win condition of moksha or not? No. No, that's no. the reality. I mean, I think <laughs> we are all distracted. We are trying to win something that probably doesn't make sense. And is it because you don't believe your soul or is it because you don't believe moksha exists or is it because why is it that we're not following that wind condition do we have some doubt in our faith about I, the wind condition of life i don't think it's about having doubt or anything as long as we believe in jainism there is no doubt about having moksha but i think we don't have enough enlightenment towards moksha we are lost in so many other things and hence we don't think about moksha that is never been our priority we we are still living in our uh, physical needs to satisfy our physical needs and materialistic needs right rather than spiritual spiritual aspect so uh, we don't have doubt if you, if you ask me i don't have a doubt but i am still very materialistic rather than spiritual right and so that's one way that life is not like a game when you play a game you're not distracted by other things in the game from the goal 
unless it's another player trying to disrupt you, right? So for example, if we're playing chess, right? And the object is to capture the other opponent's king. There's not some like TV screen on the board that's trying to distract me from the game of chess because it's a very, it would be a bad game if there was a distraction from the game. But now we're talking about life. And the goal of life is to get to moksh. But there's all these distractions in life that are distracting us from the goal of life. So that's one way that life is not a game, is that we're battling all these distractions. So now do you still believe that life is a game? I think in life we are playing multiple games, right? If it was just one game, from the birth I knew I, this is where Moksha is and I want to go towards there, then that's the path I have to follow, right? How but, are you playing multiple games if there's just one goal? Do you think that there's more than one goal? No, no. I think there are multiple, oh, you're right, you're right. So I think there are multiple distractions that are so, I correct myself, right? So yeah, there are multiple distractions that are so deep that each distraction is like a game. Yeah, like <laughs> the dating game. Right. Right. That's a distraction of the goal of life. Right. What every, other every? I think every life has a goal of moksha is fine, but everyone's life is different. So I may not have a goal of attaining moksha because I think, okay, I think that's too far for me. So I may have a different goal, maybe a, some materialistic goal in my life. So everyone's life has a different goal. So you think that there are multiple goals in life? Yeah, it depends on your, every individual, right? I know, mm -hmm. uh, uh, say someone who want to take diksha. Okay, that person has a goal, yes, to attain moksha and that's why that person is going towards di taking diksha and being religious and then it is, he's going in the way towards going to the moksha. But someone who is not taking diksha, maybe, uh, what is my goal in my life? Okay, You tell me. My goal in my life is yes, I want to earn so much of money, I want to have a family and I want to make my kids uh, successful in their life. So, so my Why goal is that is, your goal? Why are those your goals? Because I'm being materialistic. I am not thinking beyond that. Those are your goals because you're distracted. You are losing yes, the distraction yes, game. Yes, yes, yes. So those are false goals. False goals, yes. And you were going to say from Jainism's point of view, but Jainism is the truth. Jainism doesn't happen just on Sundays. It happens on Mondays and Tuesdays. So your goals are false goals that the distractions have made you think are true goals. Correct. These distractions are also your responsibilities. If you're when you have a family, when you have to meet their needs, make sure that they're happy and healthy. That's a distraction from the life's goal, which I think is also a little self-serving. Absolutely. We've never shied away from very hard truths in this class, and that is you're responsible for your own soul, and your wife is responsible for her own soul, and your kids are responsible for their own soul. And so Jainism is in fact, a very in that respect, a very self-serving religion. Some people criticize it for it, but we've never shied away from speaking hard truths in this class is that 
you're responsible for your own soul. And yes, from a certain perspective, your family, just like the dating and mating game, is a distraction that is taking you off the spiritual path. That's correct. So we talked about the win condition. Let's talk about the other things that we mentioned were the qualities of a game. What are the rules of life? Before we looked at it from a Jane perspective, we said the rules we call laws or norms. But what are the rules of life? Are they laws? Are they norms? Yeah, the honesty. Bylaws. Right, yeah. The rules of life are the The five vows is a part of it. What's the best way to explain it? It's the metaphysics of Jainism. That is, it's the fact that your soul exists and when you do an action, then karma comes, binds to your soul. It's the nine elements. Does anybody remember the nine elements? So those are the rules of life, is that you have matter, you have things that are not matter, you have ashra, nirjara, band, you have taking karma away from your soul, and because remember, the goal of life is to get moksha. So the rules must be how you achieve the goal, just like a game, right? So how do you get moksha? By removing all of your karma. How do you do that? By performing nirjara. How do you do that? By performing samvara, which is stopping the inflow of karma to your soul. So does life, we said earlier that life has an element of chance. So is that true? Does life have an element of chance? Yeah. What, what does it mean? From a Jainism standpoint, I don't think so. No, I'm talking about from a life and a truth standpoint, which is Jainism. Because remember, this is what we have to wrap our head around, right? You are a soul. How many of you believe you're a soul trapped in a body? Um, sorry, I'm lost no problem. What are the what are the rules of life? And does life has a, have an element of chance? I don't think life has an element of chance. Everything happens as it should for reasons known and unknown. Right, so life doesn't really have an element of chance because all the actions that come to us are a result of our karma, right? So there's not a real element of chance, which is contrary to what we said at first, okay? What is the scoring system of life? Before we looked at it from a Jane perspective, we said some people think it's their bank account. Some people think it's how happy they are. Is that true or false? What is the scoring system of life? It's again defined by external factors. So if you're looking at materialistic things, it's how successful you are, how happy you are with, with your family. And the, the scoring from a if your goal is to attain moksha, it's yes or no. It's a 
like a singular answer to it. How do you get to Moksh? By removing your soul from all the... Right. The so the scoring system of life is how much karma, karma is attached to your soul. Very good. That's the scoring system. Some people think it's a bank account that goes up and down, but it's not. It's the amount of karma attached to your soul that goes up and down. And I can tell you that some people are doing better because they have less karma attached to their soul. because they're So they're closer to the goal of achieving moksha. And some people are doing worse because they have more karma attached to your soul. Give, it, <coughs> excuse me, give examples of uh, those karmas, how to count those and uh, some tools to keep track of it. Sure, absolutely. That's in the book. On page... Oh, everybody has a different page number. Um, but it is... How to Count Karma. That will be... Chapter 16, Ashram. That will tell you all about karma, the eight types of karma, what you can do to get that karma, and how much they count. Okay, so... You can see how the truth is a clarifying lens by which we look at life. That is, before we talked about, well, the scoring system is the bank account, it's how happy you are, it's external factors. But the answer is very easy when we consider the truth. The scoring system is how much karma you have. Before the goal of life was, well, maybe, you know, there's no goal or maybe you want to be happy or maybe you want a nice family. No. There's a goal. The goal is moksha, okay? So you can see how Jainism increases the quality of your life by providing this clarity for you. And that it, it, it's like a razor through all the ambiguity that people face throughout their lives. And that is, if you really believe you're a soul, there are answers for everything, okay? Okay, so let's keep on uh, trucking here. We said life doesn't have an element of chance. We said that life is could be a competition or a collaboration. Is that true? Looking from Jane's perspective, no. Right, correct. It's not. It's an, It's only uh, a single player. Single. Life is a single player adventure in Jainism because you only re receive the fruits of your own karma. Is there a strategy to life? We talked about there being a strategy to games. Is there a strategy to life? That is... I mean, from, that uh, from, from what, attaining, pers attaining moksha perspective, there should be only one strategy that we have to get rid of all karma. Exactly. Both of you are right. That's the strategy of life. Perform nirjara. Can you refuse to participate in life? Before we said yes, we could refuse to participate. What does it mean? I, actually, I had that question at that point in time. When you say we refuse to participate in life, means what? You could kill yourself. But that doesn't, that do doesn't help you achieve the goal. You have to still do nature. No, but uh, people yeah, do santhara, right? They are also... They decide to get out of life. So is it not refuse to be in life? Okay, so a couple of questions here. First of all, we had a question of, well, that's counter to your goal. Certainly it's counter to your goal to refuse to, it's counter to the goal of a game to refuse to participate in your game. That doesn't mean you can't do it. 
And a question here is, well, we have this concept of... Say it again for me. Santaro. What does that mean? Uh, where I think it's called unsung. Unsung. Unsung breath, where, you know, uh, you, will, uh, you will do fasting until death. Okay. So that's not refusing to participate in life. That is um, refusing to eat, which causes you to die. But if we want to skip right to the chase here, the answer is no. If you kill yourself in Jainism, you'll be reborn. And you can't stop from being reborn. And you can't refuse to participate in your cycle of births and deaths. So the answer is no. You can't refuse to participate in life. Can you, we said previously you can take away someone's life. Is that true? Can you take away their soul? No. No. It will just be reborn if you take away their life. We mentioned that you were distracting yourself from the true purpose of your soul. What's the true purpose of your soul? Books, right? So what are you doing that is counter to the true purpose of your soul in your life? What are you doing that is counter to the goal of your life? Getting angry. Yeah, everything. Pretty much everything you're doing is counter to the goal of your life. We're all losing. We're all losing very badly. Okay? But guess what? We're not losing as bad as some other people. We're all losing tremendously bad. Tremendously. There's a mountain of... there's The karma attached to your soul is like a mountain of dirt. And it seems impossible because we just scrub off a little bit at a time. Okay? But other people are doing much worse. The simple fact that you're here means you have the opportunity to get better. Okay? Other people don't have that opportunity because they don't have the right faith and the right knowledge and the right conduct. We're just working on the right conduct now. Right? We're like two-thirds of the way there. And still it seems insurmountable. Okay? So I'm telling you you're losing very badly, but you're not losing as bad as other people. Before we said life was not fair. Is that true? Whatever uh, karmas you it's basically the pop and punya which comes back. Right. So it is a fair game. Yes. From that perspective. Whatever, if you've done good deeds, uh, good things will happen to you. And whatever bad things are happening is because of something that you've done in either this birth or one of the previous births. Exactly right. So the answer to is life fair is yes. And every time you guys tell me from that perspective or from Jainism perspective or looking at it from that way, I know you don't believe you're a soul. You're telling me you don't believe you're a soul. Because you would talk differently if you believed you were a soul. Right? So questions or comments about anything that we talked about? To, to continue of what you said, do you believe in soul? I do believe, but you know, every action that I do contradicts that I, I do believe in soul. Right. Yeah. So Because if you believed your soul, you'd walk away from your family, you'd pull yeah. out all your hair, you'd become a monk, and you'd work on your soul. That is, 
I would do it too. I'm not saying I'm above you guys or anything like that. I'm just providing you thoughts for discussion so that you can clarify where you are on your spiritual path. Clearly, I have some doubts too. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm wearing clothes. That's why I get a haircut. Right? We all have doubts. And if we didn't, if we were true believers, then we would be acting differently. We would be speaking differently. So maybe one good thing to talk about next time, I think we've talked about it before, but it's time to talk about it again, is the evidence for the existence of a soul. Would that help you guys? That is, if I brought something up here that, hey, these people say there's a soul, these people say there's not a soul, let's look at the evidence and let's make up our minds. Would that be helpful to you? That is the number one obstacle that's not an obstacle, actually. Right. It's if you want to shortcut, people are always like shortcuts. They like back doors. Can you hear? What does it say? Uh, no, I cannot hear you. Um, let's see. Everybody's on mute. Yes, Shetu, you had a question. Okay, so let me see the settings here. Okay, great. I can hear you now, online. Okay. So, question, uh, question I had from a couple of things ago about there's no, there's no chance in life. But there's no concept of chance. Correct. Which means, does that mean that there's no free will with, with people and Everything, whether we choose to do or don't do, is already already predetermined. No, um, are those two different concepts? Those are two different concepts because you do have free will, but what you suffer from is not a matter of chance. But you do have free will, and other people have free will, and of course, other people could choose to do violence to you of their own free will, but that will not have been a matter of chance. It would, would have been a matter of your karma. So it does seem on the surface, you're right. It does seem that if there's no chance and if everything is regulated by karma, it does seem that you do not have free will. And we have discussed that earlier, but maybe that's it's time to bring it, bring it up again. I think if you go to the website, you could listen to one of our uh, discussions about, Sorry. it's called Against Free Will. Um, if you want to explore that a little bit. Yes, Bavish. So, uh, as you said, uh, if you start believing that we are so, uh, you know, that's it's very hard to live with a family, uh, you know, believing that we are so Absolutely. But how about we take a middle step? How about we start believing we're souls and we start believing our families are souls and we start believing our children are souls that the same age that we are. 
How about we take that step first before we, and we wait till our kids are grown, and then we start really concentrating on our spiritual progress after we make sure that their understanding of their spiritual progress. How about that? Okay. Okay. So sorry about the technical difficulties. I can take any questions about any um, anything we talked about from anybody online. Okay. So I was saying that it's not true that it's the only thing to do. It's not true that that's what's holding you back, okay? Believing you're a soul. What is true is that if you want to supercharge yourself on your spiritual path, that is the best way to do it, is believe you're a soul. But it's not holding you back, okay? That's, that's what I meant to say. I was about to say that it's an obstacle, but it's not holding you back. Okay. So one thing to do is at the end of the day that will help you believe your soul is think about what karma you have bound to your soul and what karma you have freed from your soul at the end of every day. Okay, and that'll help you get in the practice of identifying that during the day while you're doing that. So just like meditation helps you identify thoughts and not get arrested by thoughts, thinking about your soul maybe for like five minutes or 10 minutes at the end of the day is the start, right? And then maybe it's, it might creep in at another time of the day, you might remember, like, I'm a soul. What am I doing? I forgot. You're like, it, it might, that might help you. And let's, we can gamify Jainism to take Jainism outside of the classroom and into our lives. That is, we can gamify this karma system and make it more real to us. Okay. We can set up a scoring system for our life and assign ourselves points and uh, uh, give ourselves plus scores and minus scores for karma. Uh, for the things that we want to do and don't want to do. So for example, you can use these many productivity apps that um, you can have on your phone and you can put like your karmic goals, you know, not just your work goals or your ha fixing the house goals. You can put your karmic goals on there and you can kind of hack your life like that and in an attempt to bring Jainism into your life. So one of the things is that these game developers, especially video game developers, have really refined the process of engagement. Just like the people at social media companies know how to hack your hard wiring of your brain to make you scroll forever on your phone, and they can they have a great monetary interest in doing so, so they understand a lot more than we do about our own emotions, about our own reactions and what will drive us. Video game developers are doing a somewhat similar thing, but with engagement in a world. Okay. So we can learn from video game developers about how to hack our own brain to make it do what we want to do. And I have a list of those things. So video game developers know about experience bars. That is, they measure our incremental progress. It's very hard for us to know if our karma is going up and down. There are ways to do it, okay? But it's very hard for us to know. But it's very easy when you're in a video game to see how much health you have, how much experience you have. It's very easy to see it go up by a little bit, okay? So we need visualization techniques to visualize the truth and make Jainism more real for us rather than karma in the air. Okay. 
Video game developers know about multiple short and long-term goals. You all know the secret trick of a goal is to break it up into smaller chunks. But in a video game world, there are the main quests, there are smaller quests, and there are even smaller quests, okay? So we need to do, apply that to our life. Uh, developers know that you require a reward for everything. If you take two steps, you get a reward. If you open that chest, you get a reward. They know you need a reward, you need a visualization, you need those fireworks on the screen for everything. So we need to do that too. We need to give ourselves rewards for moving along the spiritual path. Because right now, I mean, that's what this, that's what this group is supposed to be, right? We're supposed to be like, hey, I meditated for two minutes last week. Great job, you know? Hey, I did this fasting. Great job. But I only get you for an hour every week. And that's not every week. And that's not in the summertime, okay? So we all need to hack our own lives to give ourselves some reward. And that's what the discussion group is for, right? Is to bolster ourselves and say we're doing the right thing and we need rewards as we progress along the spiritual path. Yes, yeah, of course. What kind of question, what kind of rewards can we give ourselves that is not adding karma to yourself? What motivates you? Is it, is it verbal rewards? Is it allowing yourself to buy something? Is it going out for an ice cream? What may motivate you? <coughs> the materialistic worlds, any of those things, yes. But. So you made a good point. You said, what kind of rewards should I get by not that those rewards should also not attract karma to yourself? I'm saying don't do that. You are, we are, we are, not you are, we are so far from the path. So so much at the beginning of our spiritual journey that if you meditate for five minutes and reward yourself with pizza and ice cream, that is better than, uh, than rewarding yourself with, you know, some kind of non-material, non-thing. Rewarding yourself with a pat on your back. Okay, that's better. Okay, let's talk about rewards that are not materialistic when we're further down the spiritual path. But right now, do whatever makes you happy. Because that will make you continue those spiritual, and pretty soon, yeah, okay, you get incremental, but pretty soon your spiritual rewards are going to way outweigh the pizza and ice cream or whatever. Um, so developers know about rapid, frequent, and clear feedback. That is, they clearly link actions to consequences, so you understand how the game world works. Like. Oh, I got a key. Well, there's the door. You know, that's at the beginning of a game to understand this system and especially really obtuse systems, okay? Uh, this is going to be very hard. This kind of dovetails into the reward one. That is, we need a lot of feedback. You know how easy it would be if I felt something every time a karma attached to my soul? You know how easy would life would be? None of us would not believe we're a soul if that happened, right? Uh, so we need to implement those feedback systems <coughs> ourselves. Yes, Babish. Looks like you're on mute. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think one kind of reward I feel like if you share with our family and they appreciate it, we would actually uh, be motivated to do more. Absolutely, I think that's great. The comment was, let's share with our family our progress along the spiritual path and have them be our cheerleaders. I think that's great. I think we should be our family's cheerleaders too. 
Another thing that developers understand is the element of uncertainty, of the unknown. That is, what's over that hill? They know you want to go over the hill. That's why they put the hill in the first place. Or what's behind that door? They know you want to go behind the door. That's why the door is there in the first place. So we have this natural inclination to explore. And guess what? That's the easiest one. It's all in this book. Okay? It's all in this book. The truth is all in this book. So if I have given you some questions that you want to know the answers to, it's all in this book. Okay? It's not as exciting as a chest with gold in it. Okay? It's more exciting. And the fact that we don't understand that yet uh, is a problem. And it just tells us that we're not that far along the spiritual path. Uh, windows of attention. Okay, we talked about that. Other people. Gameplay gives us a chance to connect with other people. So we can, even though we know the truth that life is a single player game, we can use other people. That's what we're doing now. That's why you're here. That's why you're here online. That's why we uh, do this with our family. We can use other people to help us along the spiritual path. Questions or comments about anything we talked about today? What was the point? The point was to take Jainism outside of the classroom and use game principles to enhance your life. That is, what can you do? You can define your goals and you can break it up into smaller goals. You can attach rewards to your goals, okay? You can set up your to-do list with challenges. You can track and record your progress. Uh, you can set up checkpoints like a game to measure your progress. And you can reward yourself once you hit a certain number of checkpoints. Does anybody have a productivity app they like that they use? There's lots and lots of them. So one thing we may want to do is we may want to do some research into that and figure out what a good one we can add like Jane concepts into and use that for our own purposes, right? Not for work or for family or for other goals. Use it for spiritual goals. Use it like a productivity app for spiritual goals. You know, they're really sophisticated in even if it's if you mark it as a low importance task, if enough time has gone by, it'll become higher on the list, right? It'll populate higher and higher. So if you had a goal of, um, you know, saying the Nelkar mantra five times a day, and you marked it least important, it'll come up. It'll, it'll come up in your feed faster and faster the more you ignore it. So you can use that kind of stuff to gamify your life and to hack your brain and to. Use technology, use your human brain, which has limitations, to make yourself go further to your goals, to make yourself go closer to your goals. Questions or comments about anything we talked about today? Okay, so we have an update for our art project. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> so far we have collected $320. Uh, I just got some contribution now also so now I have to hand it over to the procurement team so uh, I have sent a message to Mihir so find out how he wants me to hand over the money to him so that they can go ahead and do the procurement great and so even before you hand it off the procurement team can start work uh, because they have about a, a budget in mind right so they can start work and they need to get in touch with the approval team the so I think the approval team needs to get approval for anywhere we want to put it because 
that will help the procurement team decide like how big it should be, right? The size of the piece, right? If we don't get approval, then we have to work with what we have here. If we do get approval, we can get something bigger, um, things like that. Any other questions about uh, our art project? So Mike, I do have a question actually. Yes. So uh, one question I have is maybe I, I need to better, better write it, but what I'm looking for is I'm looking for input from everybody who's contributed and not and more than that everybody who's participating in that class of what is their what is their what is their idea I guess part of this and it's not that uh, that was at least my thought is like you know we'll get the idea on the team and then we will get moving on that part don't look for input from everybody nobody will have good input for you. I selected the team because your the committee will have great input, better than any input that we could have. So just get just get the input from the committee. Don't get it from the broader broader group. Okay. Sounds good. I'll reach out to them and uh, see their their idea. Uh, so okay. One, one question I have, sorry to go back on the topic. It was amazing to see a uh, gamification. Uh, and just uh, something that popped into my mind: Can we have a gamification for for uh, uh, a game that takes you to coach? Yeah, you know that's been on my list of things to do. My very long-term projects for a long time is to make a video game about Jainism. Here, of course, we talked about gamifying our life. To practice Jainism, but I've just wanted to make a straight Jainism video game for a long time. Uh, that's one of my dreams. I'm not very yeah. close to accomplishing it. Okay. Well, thank you for that. It was, it was very interesting. No problem. Uh, sorry about the technical issues earlier. I know what the issue was, so now I'll check for it, for it before each time before we get started. Uh, other questions or comments about anything? soul is singular, right? That is, what happens when you do attain? What happens to the soul? So when you get rid of all your karma, your soul goes to a place called Siddhasila, at the top of the universe. And there it gets to experience all the qualities that it has inherent inside of it without any obscuring <coughs> that the karma does. And those qualities are infinite knowledge, infinite peace, infinite contentment. And a lot of times we think that it seems kind of boring. They're just sitting there, you know, experiencing happiness. But it's very much more active than that. It's much more active in like, if a certain type of shred of karma does come to the soul, it's immediately evaporated, okay? It's very much an experience of, um, it's not a passive type deal. It's experiencing happiness all the time, which is extremely foreign to us. We have no idea how that feels. It's hard for us to even imagine what that would be like. It's like, if you experience happiness all the time, wouldn't you need to take a break or something? It's not like that at all, because we have a very small inkling of what that is, but that's what happens. Um, that's And that's important to know because that's the goal we're all trying to reach, right? Um, 
That's great. Thank you for coming today. Uh, sorry to pick on you a little bit, um, but I think you could handle it. If you like what you heard, if you want to come, we're at Sundays at 10.30 each time. Do you want to be added to the group? Are you on WhatsApp? I am on WhatsApp. I'm okay. Gonna, yeah, I want to be. Okay. Then if you write your name and number here, I'll add you to the group. And I just send out a message each time before class. And so you can know when we have class that week or not, or if there's something going on. Um, but we love having you. It was a great experience. Other questions or comments about anything we talked about today? Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.